Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the main event of eternity. Yeah, I know. I'm no Bruce Buffer, but you get the point. This is the episode we have been looking forward to since episode one of The Gospel of the Kingdom. And this is what all of creation had been looking forward to since the day Adam and Eve fell. Centuries of preparation, lots of prophecy, tons of hints and foreshadowing all pointed to the arrival of Jesus Christ, the Messiah, King of Kings and Lord of Lords. Today's episode of the Victorious Liberty podcast will focus on the one who loves us so much he paid for our sins with his very own blood. At the cross, Jesus took on our spiritual poverty, so he made us rich beyond our wildest dreams. He became sin for us and was destroyed in our place so that we could become righteous in him and live forever. It doesn't get any more real than that. But, as we will see, it wasn't only Jesus' death that was so important. The very life Jesus lived revealed God in a way the world had yet to see. So, let's jump in for a look at Jesus, our Savior, the Magnificent Lamb of God. As with much of what we've talked about on this podcast, it would take so long to thoroughly cover all there is to say about the life of Jesus that it would take many episodes or maybe even a whole book. So consider this episode a snapshot, just a small picture of Jesus and the kingdom he established. To begin with, let's hear from a man Jesus himself described as greater than all the prophets, and that is John the Baptizer. In the book of John, chapter 1, verse 29, John the Baptist, near the river Jordan where he was baptizing, looked up and saw the one he had waited for and served his entire life. <laughs> I mean, what a moment. The very one John had been preaching as a voice in the wilderness saying, prepare the way of the Lord, and there he was. The entire purpose of John's ministry was to reveal this man who had just arrived on the scene. Can you imagine what must have been happening in John's heart and his spirit? Listen to John's words about Jesus in that moment. Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. I mean, wow. Remember, in the law, the Lamb was God's accepted payment for someone's sin. But now, here, right before John, stood a better Lamb. The Lamb of God. One who could take away sin, not just for the person who happened to be sacrificing it, but for the entire world. Now that is amazing and miraculous, and that was before Jesus really even got started with his ministry, and there was John testifying, Behold, the Lamb of God, who is ready to make each and every one of us right with him again. And as we've been saying in previous episodes, that was going to require a perfect sacrifice, which Jesus was certainly that. Now, not only did Jesus provide a perfect sacrifice for the sin of the world, but he also demonstrated the very real, very present love of God. John 3.16-17, one of the most famous and most quoted passages in the Bible, says this, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. For God did not send his Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. 
Now, that's the word of Jesus himself laying it out in very clear terms. God loved the world, so here I am. It was never God's desire to condemn the world, but that the entire world might be saved. And Jesus was the way God put that love that so desired to save us on display. Finally, Jesus revealed where so many people had made a simple but very devastating mistake. You see, back then, and even now, if you want to think about it, a lot of people see God as distant and aloof. He's out there somewhere, they think, sitting on a throne, not caring about what happens in our lives. But you see, Jesus took that idea and turned it right on its head. He showed then, and he's showing now, that God is as near as the air you breathe. Even one of Jesus' prophetic names points to the fact that God never wanted us to feel alone. Listen to Matthew chapter 1, verses 22 and 23. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had said through the prophet. The virgin will conceive and give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. Jesus was and is the proof in the pudding that God never intended for those who trust in him to feel abandoned. Jesus was the wake-up call from God that screamed, I'm here! I never left you! I love you! I want you to come home to me! In a nutshell, the life of Jesus put his glorious Father God on display from the very beginning to the time that he went home and... Even now, while we're waiting on him to return, Jesus' entire mission was to reveal God loves us. He is for us. He will never leave us, fail us, nor forsake us. So while he was on the earth, how did Jesus go about revealing God's character and God's love? How did he show us God's kingdom as if it were present and tangible exactly where we are? Let's take a look at just a few important things about the life Jesus lived on this earth and how he put his father and his kingdom on display. Maybe the most important thing to remember is that Jesus lived in intimacy with God. It was an intimate, close, father-son relationship, a connection like no other. Jesus said this very plainly, I speak what I hear the Father saying. I do what I see my Father doing. The Father who lives in me does the work. Read the book of John. You will hear Jesus again and again telling people, I'm just doing what I see my dad doing. It's me and him, y'all. That would be the West Texas paraphrase. Even when Jesus approached Jerusalem, when he was staring into the teeth of the cross that awaited him, he plainly told his disciples something that turned them upside down. He said this, The ruler of this world is coming, and he has nothing in me, but that the world may know that I love the Father, so I do. Now that's out of John chapter 14, verse 31. And basically Jesus is saying, you know, Satan's coming, but he's got nothing on me. I'm not doing this because of Satan. I'm doing this because I want the world to know how much I love God. Jesus' life revealed so much, but let's focus on three things that he revealed to us about his father and the kingdom that his father had given him. Number one, Jesus revealed what it would look like if someone lived out God's ways perfectly. Number two, Jesus demonstrated the very real and very present love of God. 
And number three, Jesus helped people see what life could be if they simply repented and believed that his kingdom really was at hand, near, present, and tangible. So let's start with God's ways. What did Jesus show us about God's ways? Well, first and foremost, you might say that Jesus demonstrated an intense honor for God's law, especially the heart of it. For Jesus, the law wasn't just about rules and regulations. It was about knowing God and obeying him. Yes, of course, the law contained rules and regulations, but every one of those revealed something about God's character or his ways if someone had eyes to see and ears to hear. Jesus even said this, don't disregard the law and certainly don't teach others to do so. If you do that, you'll miss out on knowing God. Of course, that's my paraphrase. But what Jesus demonstrated was that by following God's ways, not the ways of dead religion or the ways of the world, you could live a holy and a very full life. Jesus fulfilled the very essence of the law, which also helped him demonstrate God's goodness. It boiled down to two very simple things. Love God with all you've got and love people the way you love yourself. What would your life look like if you did that? Well, you would do the things Jesus did. You would give generously. You would help people. You would always be ready to serve. Hey, you would learn to really, truly, deeply trust God. You would know in your heart he's got you taken care of, even if the facts don't seem to suggest that that is the case. You know, Jesus demonstrated time and time again that facts can change in an instant. Hello, take up your bed and walk. That was a fact that changed in a moment, in the blink of an eye. And Jesus did this on a, what would we say, daily basis? You see, facts may change, but God's faithfulness never does. And what Jesus demonstrated was that following God's ways can help you grow into understanding God's faithfulness and God's amazing love. Now, speaking of God's love, that was the second thing that we're focusing on that the life of Jesus really revealed. God's unfailing, undeniable love. So how did Jesus reveal God's love? Well, you might say that Jesus met people exactly where they were. He didn't ask them to get all cleaned up and become the most outstanding member of a synagogue. He chose them and took them as they were, and he poured into them, and nobody who encountered this kind of love was ever the same again. I mean, look at the 12 men Jesus chose as his disciples. None of these guys were exactly the best people in the world, especially if you consider their social status. They were fishermen tax collectors. One guy was a zealot, which more or less means he was a rebel and a rabble rouser. So yeah, not exactly high social statuses. And not only that, but Jesus taught women. Whoa, hold up. That's a whole podcast episode in itself. But suffice it to say, women were not exactly treated as equals and capable individuals, and yet Jesus took them under his wing and taught them the ways of God. That was revolutionary. Jesus healed lepers. He opened people's eyes to the magnificence of God. He reached out to the so-called second-class or even no-class citizens of the world and showed them that God is present, near, 
God's approachable. He's not the mean old man in the sky with a big stick and a bad temper. In the midst of everything, Jesus performed miracles that not only changed people's lives, but launched them into their eternal purpose. He looked past people's circumstances and saw their hearts. Think about the woman who washed Jesus' feet in Luke chapter 7. The people that Jesus was eating with, those religious officials, they were worried about what kind of person she was. Does he know who's touching him? But Jesus said, in my paraphrase, guys, quit giving her a hard time. Don't stop her. What she's doing is so important for my burial. She's honoring me, which you didn't do. And you know what? Whenever people tell this gospel, her deed will not be forgotten. So Jesus looked past what this person had done, and he honored the heart that was in her. The same thing happened in John chapter 8, when some people brought an adulteress before Jesus. Now, he basically said to them, let he who is without sin cast the first stone. And when nobody did, listen to what he said. Woman, has no one accused you? Has no one condemned you? No, Lord, neither do I. Go and sin no more. So these are just two examples among probably millions or thousands at the very least that Jesus carried out in his lifetime, all with this simple message. God forgives you. And more importantly, God loves you. Now, lastly, as far as our episode today is concerned, the kingdom of heaven is at hand. This was the third thing about God that Jesus worked so hard to reveal, that God's kingdom God's dominion, his will expressed perfectly, that was not just something that people were waiting for that was out there one day, it was here and it was now. Jesus displayed that God's power was here, present, and at the ready. Jesus showed people that you can actually be aware of God's presence at all times and in the midst of all kinds of crazy things. Jesus showed that God is truly willing to help. Jesus taught that God really does pay attention to people's prayers. And not only that, but he revealed God as an amazing dad who takes great joy in giving good things to his children. You know, some of the people that Jesus ministered to, and even many of the ones that Jesus walked with, had to face some really, really difficult things. And you know, Jesus himself had to say, the Son of Man has nowhere to lay his head. It wasn't exactly like Jesus was living a life of luxury. And yet... Jesus showed how God can prove his faithfulness even in the face of difficulties. Jesus taught people how to live as if God really was near, and his presence and power were tangible and able to be experienced at any moment. It was a completely new way of thinking, which is the essence of what repentance really means. To repent means to turn away from what you are doing and to change how you think about things. Stop looking at life as if you have to do everything all on your own. Believe God. Turn away from those worthless things that you're so ashamed of and look at the treasure God has placed in your hands. Live as if you truly believe in that reality. That's what Jesus was giving people the opportunity to do when he told them to repent and believe that the kingdom of heaven was at hand. So I have a challenge for you. Read one of the Gospels, or all of them for that matter, and as you read, ask the Holy Spirit to show you what Jesus is revealing about God's ways, God's love, and God's kingdom. I promise you won't be disappointed if you do. 
So, what would life be like if Christians actually took Jesus at his word and lived as if the kingdom of heaven were really as near as our very own hands? Well, I'm glad you asked. That's what we'll be covering in next week's episode of the Victorious Liberty Podcast. And you know what? There is more to it than you might think. Until next time, I'm Kevin McSpadden. May God bless you, may God keep you, and may God reveal His Son to you.